welcoming you on to the show this week is a very, very special guest. We are lucky to have the president and CEO of Spruce Meadows, the holder of the most expensive and most prestigious Grand Prix in the entire world. So on the show is Linda Southern Heathcote. How are you, Linda? I'm well, thank you very much. And thank you so much for inviting me. No, thank you very much. It's really looking forward to talk about your show and you know the history of that, and the, which is the show's just steeped with so much history. But first and foremost, I want to touch on you know the Rolex Grand Slam, which has been going on for the past few years, and it's been really been a massive change in the sport where we have the three now four legs of the Grand Slam, and how is it that to be part of you know, how was how it to be part of that Grand Slam tour? Well, it is really special that um, we uh, Spruce Meadows was recognized as a Grand Slam event. Um, the Gra- Rolex Grand Slam of show jumping began in uh, bringing um, Aachen in Germany, uh, Spruce Meadows in Calgary, um, Canada, and then, of course, Geneva in Switzerland together in 2013. And we have been running ever since. And it's, it's quite a unique concept, but it, I think it really does uh, recognize the um, huge, immense work that the show organizers have done in really trying to create unique experiences for these athletes. And, and a challenge to each of the athletes to, you know, win a Grand Slam. Um, we see it in tennis, we see it in golf, when, when these iconic events are won by athletes and it really is a, a wonderful achievement and so we're we are at in Calgary we're so pleased um, in Canada to be a part of this wonderful uh, and really really unique and special uh, recognition to the athletes the Rolex Grand Slam of show jumping. Yeah the Rolex Grand Slam is is such a fantastic like it just even theory of it the fact that you have three and a half four massive Grand Prix with such huge prize money that all of the show jumping world can point to as the biggest parts of the year. And it's usually in about three month uh, intervals. So each quarter you have, obviously apart from this year, uh, you, you have that one massive Grand Prix to aim for that the whole world stands and stops. It's one of the only on in Britain, unfortunately. Um, we don't have overly much TV coverage, but every single one of that is on TV and you can watch that there. So it's it's so prestigious. And, you know, your Grand Prix as so, is the most expensive of them all. So that surely must make you feel fantastic. Absolutely. It also, you know, I, I think, Will, it also recognises all of the dedication and commitment that our sponsors have provided to Calgary over the years, not just in Rolex case, but we have, uh, and I don't know that many um, venues could uh, boast this, but we have sponsors that have been with us for over 45 years. Mm-hmm. Um, the same corporate uh, partners that have really worked with us and helped us build this event. Um, so it is, you know, a unique event. We, um, You mentioned that each uh, quarter there is a, a Rolex Grand Slam show jumping event. And what's neat about that is it, it's, it's much like tennis, you know. Um, Spruce Meadows and Aachen are on grass. Um, and so, you know, it's a different type of horse with big stadium. And then uh, Geneva and Sertogenbosch, they're on sand in an indoor stadium. So, you know, a little bit more of an agile horse. So, you know, it's a little bit like a decathlon. I mean, it is showing 
all of the skills of our athletes, both equine and human, um, bringing their their you know their true professionalism and um, dedication to the sport in recognition of of what they do. So it's really exciting for us. Definitely, definitely, and you know having those sponsors go for so many years what do you think keeps them with you obviously we know the show is fantastic but is there anything you feel you can offer that's better than the rest well so um when we started spruce meadows 45 years ago it was my my mother and father that uh, began spruce meadows it was really to build a a venue that was you know in calgary in canada we're really a Western country, you know, so Western horses, uh, cutting horses, roping horses. And it was to bring about, there was a couple of reasons why my parents chose to build Spruce Meadows. One was they wanted their daughters were, I mean, that we were involved in the show jumping. Um, and there was really no opportunity for Canadian athletes to compete in show jumping other than to go abroad. And so one of the founding principles was to build a show jumping venue so the Canadian athletes could learn and um, hone their skills to become top on the international stage. Now, if we fast track forward to 2020, you see that that really has happened because Canada really punches above um, its its weight class um, with you know, the win of Eric Lamaze and Hickstead, the Canadian team, the Americans really coming forward. So I think we really do have a base in, in Calgary to have built upon the sport for the North American athletes. And then secondly, what we um, learned was what we brought together at Spruce Meadows was, of course, um, our family built the venue. But then every year we tried to improve and we um, would dedicate our resources into a stakeholder. So our stakeholders were really the athletes um, and we wanted to offer the top prize money. So top athletes would come to compete at Spruce Meadows. Then we, of course, had the sponsors and the sponsors um, obviously put up the prize money. But what was their return on their investment? That was to ensure that we had the fans and the media. And so um, it was important to have um, Spruce Meadows as a really recognized as a, a wonderful family venue for us. And it is. And my father, this is not a good economic model, Will, but my father uh, used to say, well, you know, if you can, um, the cost to come to Spruce Meadows is $5, but if you can climb across the fence, you can come in for free. <laughs> so, um, and that still exists today. You know, the public can come for $5. They can, um, we have a big amphitheater. Um, it is festival seating for, we have reserved seats at, at a higher cost, that's true. And we have sky boxes and things like that. But the public is open to, um, to come to Spruce Meadows for $5. And you'll see many times that, you know, you'll see three generations. You'll see a mom and dad with their children and grandparents. And they come and enjoy a day at Spruce Meadows. And that's really important to us because that meant that there, our stakeholder, the fans, uh, embraced it and also was a return in on investment to our sponsors. And then it was very, very important that the media would pick up on Spruce Meadows and report what these wonderful athletes were doing. Again, a return on investment for our sponsors. And in the first few years, we actually did, con we had the media come out and they, um, they were assigned a trainer and they would ride for a few weeks and we'd have a jumping competition with the media at the end of say eight weeks of training and you know they learned about the sport and they learned how difficult it was and they learned 
um, you know, that relationship between the equine athlete and the human athlete. And so it was, it was a wonderful way for them to um, write about Spruce Meadows because they had a, now they didn't have a great knowledge, but they had a base knowledge of mm -hmm. the sport. And so every year we would take um, any investment that we had and we would focus it on one of those stakeholders. So one time we might improve the footing for the athletes. Uh, another time we would build skyboxes for our sponsor. Uh, another time we would do um, something unique for our media who come. And then the other years we would do um, something, you know, special for our fans that come experience what what experiences they could have when they're on the site. So that's really how we built it over the years. And that's continued through to today. And there's definitely one thing I want to to touch on in there is, as you said, it's only five dollars to get into the show, which obviously may not be living in in Canada I didn't know that but that's so I think that's so so important when running a big show because it's you see so many times that the prices of entry is really really high and you, get, oh, you just can't justify you know going there and it's such a long time but to, at five dollars anyone can come and they say if you try hard enough you probably get for free so that's it just opens it up to such a wider audience and it's why you know in my opinion I think shows like that like yourselves that let in as many people as possible get the people in that are so well supported and then you get the sponsors on as well it's no good if you're not getting overly many people and then asking the sponsors to to put up the prize money when there's not as many people in the grandstands mm -hmm. yeah yeah no it's been a great model for us mm. no it's it's really really impressive but it's what the you know the atmosphere there is is super special even watching it through the tv and my mum and dad who've both jumped there numerous occasions they really touch on the atmosphere there and you know how they embrace especially the grand prix of which is as we all know the biggest in in the world and so in in that sort of respect have there had been any particular grand prix moments that have felt even more special to you? My most vivid memory is of Scott Brash winning the Rolex Grand Slam of show jumping. Um, but, you know, we have wonderful moments, whether it's, uh, you know, uh, John Whitaker with Milton, Ian Miller with Ian Ben, uh, Eric Lamaze with uh, Hickstead. Uh, so many exciting moments in the international ring. But Scott Brash's win uh, with Hello Sanchez was so special. And the reason is, and I get goosebumps talking about it, is because I remember um, that the last line was uh, uh, double Liverpools to a vertical or an oxer, last three jumps. And it was along our prestigious clock tower at the in gate. Um, and all of the riders came out to cheer him on. And it didn't matter what nation they were representing, they were all standing uh, by the in gate and outside of the in gate. And they really wanted him to succeed. And I think it's rare to see that camaraderie uh, very often in our sport. Um, but it was such a special moment. Um, the, the stadium was electric. You could hear a pin drop and everybody was holding their breath. And when he crossed the finish line, um, the stadium just went wild. Um, so that really was uh, perhaps my most special moment. And uh, thanks to Rolex and thanks for their recognition um, to allow Spruce Meadows to be part of the Rolex Grana slow jump, show jumping and for Scott's terrific win in 2015.
it was such an incredible moment that with uh, with Hello Santos was just phenomenal, and the fact to win three you know Grand Slam Grand Prix in one year is just incredible. Like, so the question really goes: Is do you think that will ever happen again? I do. You do. I do. I do. That's I. I'm. In fairness to Scott, and I say this all the time, he was very, very close the year after on Ursula. He uh, won, I, I think it was Calgary. Um, I think I think it was. And then he was third at Geneva and he was second at Arkham. Mm. And so he was really, really close to managing to do it back to back on different horses. That was quite incredible if that <laughs> happened. But it's just so, it's so hard to win one. There's plenty of riders who, you know, go their whole career without winning a, a Grand Prix as big as Spruce Meadows. And it, which is why, you know, when the three came together, that moment just, I, you couldn't put into words the, the jubilation of himself, the owners, the all of the fans knowing exactly what was in store there with the one of, one of if not the biggest prizes in the whole of show jumping. Yeah, well said. Thank you. <laughs> So another thing that's so you know is so famous about Spruce Meadows is the height and the difficult uh, difficulty of the courses there. It's it's just a different breed of jumps. The fences. It was uh, the first show that's allowed to be one seventy. The the Grand Prix, and you can really really see that. Uh, like I said, unfortunately, watching from the TV still one day maybe we'll be there, but. Um, the just the height of the jumps, the technicality, the how hard it is for the horse and riders to get round clear is mm-hmm. that must be something that you know obviously draws in the crowd. But for you yourself to, to have one of the toughest tracks in the whole of the world, that must be, feel really, really good. Yeah, well, I think it is. Um, it is part of you know the DNA of Spruce Meadows. So when Spruce Meadows, as we talked about earlier. When we started, you know, there was no knowledge of understanding of our sport. And to really engage our sponsors and our fans, um, you know, with the difficulty, we wanted to take our sport away from, for lack of a better term, the mink and manure crowd. Um, We wanted it to be for the people and Mm -hmm. that the people understood the sport and understood the difficulty. So all of our competitive rings, and we have seven of them, Um, are all grass rings, as in the tradition of our sport. They all have natural obstacles, um, a variety, whether it's the banks or devil's dikes or, um, you know, logs or hedges, um, water jumps, liver pools, uh, dry ditches. They all have that. And that is the history of our sport. And that's where we will continue to be unique um, because it is important that we stay true to what the tradition of the sport is. Um, And then as we built Spruce Meadows, you know, um, actually Pamela Carruthers, uh, the great um, British course designer, she actually designed our rings, our North American ring, our All Canada ring, and the famous international ring. And uh, she was instrumental in teaching um, the athletes to compete, or the Canadian athletes to compete on the world stage. Um, And... And through that, you know, for the big test, it was her her belief that many athletes and horses could compete at the high level. 
But it was important to really challenge uh, and be tough. Now, um, there is a trend um, over the years in our sport to be a little bit softer. And we have certainly discussed that. But I don't believe that that is what our fans are looking for. For the Grand Prix, for $3 million, um, they want it difficult. And they want to see a true winner win. Now, does that mean it isn't... We're quite happy at Spruce Meadows if we don't have a jump off, if it's one with one time faults. If we have a jump off, that's great. But we are not... Um, I don't think for that Grand Prix... It is unique, and I don't. I don't believe that our our organizing committee or what we what um, you know, as I said, our DNA. We want a ten horse jump off. Um, we actually want it to really be challenging. It is two rounds, and we want to see um, the best rise to the top, the cream rise to the top. So, um, good, bad, or indifferent. That is that is our our stand on um, on Spruce Meadows. It is a very big ring. And, you know, you do have to have a unique horse and rider uh, to compete at Spruce Meadows. But I also believe that for us, it is the right way um, because we are in Canada. We're, it, we are different than being on continental Europe. Um, and so it is important to us to keep all of our stakeholders engaged um, and really happy about what we're offering. And that does make the the class so special mm-hmm. it really it, one of my pet hates in in jumping is when you watch a grand prix and three of the first five jump clear and mm-hmm. so then every single round afterwards if you knock a fence down you lose interest or if you if you're not basically you lose interest in the rest of the class whereas it's such a such a momentous occasion to get to the last three four jumps still clear in the grand prix of especially your uh, your Grand Prix, which is always hard to jump clear at the best of times. But, you know, Cal, um, you know Spruce and Arkin there, if you're clear around the last four jumps, the crowd gets so into it because they're still waiting for that clear. They're waiting for that time to celebrate. And I think that really manages to boost the reputation and boost the whole, you know, enjoyment factor of the whole class. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So... Um, another thing I really want to just touch on briefly before before we let you go is, as well as the main Rolex show with uh, with the with the three million Grand Prix, you do a fantastic job of keeping jumping all the way through the year with multiple five star shows for all the Canadian riders and riders over uh, in North America to jump, and it's really really impressed to see that your show can hold so many great shows and how do how do you manage to keep that going Hmm. that's a good question well well in fairness during the pandemic we haven't been able to keep Mm. it going um we did uh last year was the first year so 2020 was the first year that we had to cancel all of our events or stop Mm. not be able to run um, and in 2021, we've put together a modified schedule. So we typically run four CSI five stars and one CSI O five star. Um, and this year we will be running two CSI five stars and one CSI O five star. And they will all be in September consecutively. 
Um, and that's really a, a lot of it's due to um, the COVID requirements. Our country is very, very difficult. We've been, our borders are still closed. Um, they won't open up until the, for the Americans until August uh, 15th. And, um, and then for uh, other international countries to be able to come to Spruce Meadows on the 7th of September. So it is, and it's all for fully vaccinated people. So it is, it is a challenge, but um, I digress because, you know, everybody has the pandemic issue and, and uh, um, your question was more about how do we operate the, uh, all of our events? Well, we have a, a unique model um, and it is very important for us to be able to offer show jumping events to our athletes. And because Calgary is so far away, um, we have put the four events, typically the four CSI five stars together in June and July. So because your your biggest expense is traveling with your horses and moving your team to a venue. Um, and that's why we um, we put our five stars together, our CSI five stars together, so that the athletes can compete over five weeks for different um, CSI events. And that is also why we have seven show jumping rings, because we want the experience. It's important to have um, each athlete be able to compete in a different ring. Um, so we have uh, two weeks is our international ring is our, you know, our top ring. And then two of the other weeks, our Meadows on the Green is our top ring. They're all, um, so you're bringing your horse to a different ring. You're bringing a horse to uh, different jumps because each of our rings have specific jumps. They're dedicated to that ring um, that the horses won't have seen before. And um, they have different attributes. Some are flatter, some have more hills. And so if you have a team here, whether you have young horses or your professional horses, they're learning all the time and they're getting experience and they're having a great experience competing for top money. So, um, you know, it is, that is why we've been able to do that. And we do tailor make all of our events to our sponsors and, you know, what is their needs? Are they a retail company? Are they a wholesale company? Are they wanting to engage with their um, employees? Do they want to engage with, um, with uh, sponsors or, or with their clients? So we try and make a unique experience for all of the people that are here each and every day. Uh, so I guess that that's why is we, we're not, um, could he, uh, cookie cutter uh, venue. We want to have something different and exciting and fun and, and a great experience um, for all of our stakeholders every time they come to Spruce Meadows. Yeah, and it's it's so impressive you managed to have that many five stars. It really does you know, show you know congratulations to everything that you guys do. It's just fantastic that. But I will just touch on briefly the. Uh, the pandemic and the restrictions because it is you know you always you see america now which is pretty much completely open and it must be really tough for the canadians which it's it's so different for uh yeah that would be a good way of putting it. i don't want to get political um no. um but yes, we uh, so we have a big challenge ahead of us, even to run our events. We have to have approval from our province with our mitigation plan for um, in order to have competitions and, and events. And then so we do have that in, in Calgary right now. And now we're in discussions with the federal government to 
make sure that we're approved. We, I believe we will get that in the next little while. And now the federal government has opened the borders, but they are very restrictive um, covenants. And, um, you know, we, we're going to work, we have to work within our government regulations as does everybody. Um, but it is a challenge. And, you know, much like you see the Olympics right now, there's no fans in the stands. And mm-hmm. at the moment, it doesn't look like we'll have fans at Spruce Meadows, which will be, you know, very sad because it's part of the atmosphere. It's part of what makes Spruce Meadows unique. But we all have to do what's best for the sport and what's best for for the venue in order to keep running. And I think as long as you stay flexible and and try and bring a great attitude every day, you know, you can work your way through the pandemic, even though at times it does seem somewhat over overwhelming. Best of luck for your coming shows. I'm sure they'll be fantastic as always. And thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. Thank you so much, Will. It's so lovely talking to you. Thank you so much for listening to the Full Course Show Jumping Podcast. We really appreciate you're here. And make sure you tell your friends, subscribe, rate, review. Let everyone know about this podcast because we'll be bringing you a show every single Friday. Thank you very much and we'll see you next week.